Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, I am answering a question texted into the podcast phone line about how our parents' type shows up in us. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. The rose today is... I just did the coolest job this week. Like I am coming off of getting to do a really fun thing, like brainstorming for a living, creating content for a living, which I understand that that is my job. (laughs) Like that's what I do every day, but I really loved doing it for someone else because it's just interesting to be in a different environment, to learn about different things that other people do. You know, back when I was ran a marketing agency with my friend Tyler. That was my favorite part of our job was like going into all these different people's businesses and understanding what they did for a living and just how do we communicate that to other people. I just think it's the funnest thing ever. My thorn is that it has been a whirlwind, okay? Like my life is a little bit up in the air. It's just not even up in the air. It's just ungrounded, right? Like I came back from Bali. I had, I think, a week here. I went to Nashville and then I last minute, you know, Friday found out I was going to go to Ohio on Tuesday, Monday, actually. I found on Friday that I was going to Ohio on Monday. And then I got home Thursday and then less than a week later, I'm on a plane again to Chicago. So, you know, that's a lot. Um, I had three days in the office between Ohio and Chicago or I'm just trying to like nose to the ground, get as much work done as I physically can and take, you know, I won't be able to take all of Thanksgiving week off, but you know, every day I'll have to work a little bit, but like most of it I'm trying to get done before I go. But yeah, whirlwind is the perfect word. (laughs) And my bud is that tomorrow I get to film ASMR content, not for myself, but as like a prototype for another company but I love ASMR. If you're an ASMR person, like we need to commiserate in my DMs, like DM me your favorite creators and I'll DM you mine. I love it. And um, so it's really fun to get to play with that for a minute. All right, let's get into today's question. Wondering if you have any thoughts or resources for how parents could influence your type. For example, I am a four wing five, but often test pretty close to a type one, which I'd be pretty sure my dad would be. Also think my mom would be a two and find it curious that both one and two are my lines for strength and weakness, which I, I will say, um, I call those stress and rest because I think that we can go to the high or the low end of either of those numbers. Um, but I totally see what you're saying that they connect to you as a four. So, um, yeah, I think it's time for us to talk about overlays. If you haven't heard of an overlay in the Enneagram world, it's essentially, essentially, it's essentially the type of a dominant culture or a really strong presence in your life 
and how you can kind of resemble that type in certain behaviors, even though you have a different internal motivation or an internal worldview that would make you your dominant Enneagram type a different number. So a good example of this is that the American culture, US, US culture, is very much a three culture, meaning that you know, someone from Italy and someone from the US are going to have very different definitions of what success looks like and what lifestyle looks like because most of us from the US have been indoctrinated into this um, type three belief system that, you know, the American dream, you know, work hard, play hard, hustle, that kind of mindset is pretty unique to the States. You know, even even other countries that experience this don't even experience it to the degree that we do. I remember having a conversation with this couple from Australia when I was in Bali, and we were just talking about burnout, and they were talking about what burnout looks like for them, and it's just so different culturally from what it looks like for us here. And it's important to note, right, like that three culture is going to look very different. So a nine in the States is going to compare themselves to the standard of a three, right? Or is going to have some flavoring of a three versus like a nine in Italy is going to probably lean much more comfortably into that cozy nature. So there's that element, right? So we're all, all U.S people probably have some element of three that they're wrestling with. We're holding ourselves to that standard because that's the standard of our society. That being said, we also have that within our family systems, right? Our our family system typically has an Enneagram type. Maybe that's a type two, maybe that's a type one. Like it sounds like in your family, it's it's kind of a combination of those two. And so we generally are comparing ourselves to that standard as a family society. Maybe that comes from one parent having a really dominant presence and having a really strong type. It can come from that. It can also come from like a a shared creation of like, this is our shared belief system. Finding that like how you fit into it, you're always a little bit flavored by it is essentially what an overlay is. It's like a flavoring on top of your type. Like you resemble it because you've lived in it for so long. A really good example of this is women, right? We tend to type as type twos on tests very commonly because society tells us we are the helpers, we are the nurturers, we are the ones who are there to support. And so when you are indoctrinated into that, a lot of us, believed it, right? And we indoctr- we like were indoctrinated, you know, not every woman, right? But a lot of us. And so we can resemble that two energy in a lot of ways because we're trained like our, our primary job is to be the caregivers and is to keep the affection of men. And unless you've done a lot of work on that, it can really look like a type two on a test. The other thing, right, is your religious values. A lot of times, you know, religious people type is type one or type two because there's this sense of like being good and being helpful, being loving, that that's like what you're supposed to be. So you kind of operate from that place and maybe answer the test from a place of like should instead of like how you actually feel. Like a good 
person in this religion would answer this way, even if I don't necessarily feel that way. So these are the things that can cause overlays. Religion, family, strong parental presences, our society, things like that. So how do we differentiate an overlay from our dominant type? So again, we have to go back to those motivations and fears because that's the core of your Enneagram type. It's why you're doing what you're doing, not what you're doing. And I think that can be really confusing. And I think it, I can even get caught up in sharing behaviors because oftentimes behaviors can differentiate, but it's not about what you're doing. It's really about why you're doing it. So I could sit down and, and I, I've done this before on Instagram. I think this would be a fun series to do is like give a behavior and then give why they would do that, why that each type would do that behavior. Um, I think that would be really fun to explore. But, you know, if you're looking at a four versus a one versus a two, the four is looking for evidence that there's nothing wrong with them, that they're not inherently broken. The one is looking for validation that they are good and that they are the example for what good looks like. And they're, they're living up to and in, having impeccable integrity. And type two is looking for like, do you love me? Do you like me? They can all exhibit the same behavior, but they're doing it from that place, from very, very different places. The other thing here to keep in mind is subtypes, right? Like when we have three distinct subtypes, each of those subtypes is going to show up differently. And some of those subtypes can look like other types. So, um, you know, a social seven can look like a one or a two, and that can also be part of overlays, right? Like as someone who I think I identify a lot with social seven still, but very much maybe more with self-pres at this stage of my life, I go back and forth on that. But I know for a fact when I was in college, when I was deeply religious, when I was fresh out of my family system, social seven was so much me. Like it's undeniable, like it's so shockingly there. <laughs> um, but I was, you know, deeply religious. I was very gendered growing up. I was very, my, you know, I have my mom is my dominant family, like parental figure. She's very much a type two. And the number one type that people think I am is a two or a nine. And it's that general <laughs> sense of like, looking like those types while being internally so different. And often in my life, like I've expressed to people that, you know, people who meet me quickly or initially get one experience with me. And then people who know me have a very different experience with me and think of me in a very different way. And and I think it's that, right, it's that overlay thing where it's like internally the drivers and the motivators are so opposite from type two in almost every way, right? But then I look a lot, you know, I have mannerisms like my mom. I can look like her. I was trained to be like her, right? And then my religion trained me to be like a two as well as a one. And so a lot of those like two, one behaviors are just things that I thought I had to be along with like the deeper underlying like thing that I really felt like I had to be like in the core of my soul. I felt like everything would fall apart if I wasn't this. And a lot of that like two one energy I have worked through as I separated and became more independent 
as a person and started to think more critically, those things kind of fell away. But that seven energy, that that's something I'm in consistent relationship to every single day of my life. And, you know, I can say that's an overlay. I can also say that's my subtype. I think they're probably, that's my subtype because of the overlay. You know what I mean? I don't think it's, I don't think they are not related to each other. I think that they are 100% related to each other, right? And and I think this is where when we get into the systems, we start to think about it, we start to dissect ourselves, right, into these categories. And we start to look for a reason for everything that we do that fits into the system. I just want to be like clear that like, yes, I can use the language of the system, right? Like that's my subtype, which can make me look like a two or a one. Motivations are seven behaviors. And that's also relevant to my overlays. And then when I think about how my wing comes into the picture, you know, that looks one certain way. But at the end of the day, I am me. (laughs) I am not a type seven who has an eight wing with a social self-pres, social slash self-pres subtype who moves to type one in stress and type five in rest. Like I am Sarah Jane and I grew up feeling like I wasn't going to get what I needed from the nurturing figure in my life, that I would have to take care of my own needs. And through that, I figured out, okay, I can do that through positive thinking and future planning. And I found out really quickly that I could be satisfied if I just focused on like not what's here now, but what I could have in the future. But I also like DNA wise resemble my mother because we have similar mannerisms and facial expressions and facial features. But also I, that was the example I had as to like what a grown-up was. And so that's how I learned to be a grown-up. And I was indoctrinated quite literally into a religion and into gender roles that established how I was supposed to show up in the world, right? And so I just want to be careful to not over systemize this and then take the humanity out of it right or take the real experiences out of it i just i could kind of hear how i was like well in our subtype and then our wings and they all play together but if they all play together because we're one person with like one story that created the way that this system fits onto us we don't have to fit into the system sorry i just needed to say that all right the third thing here to keep in mind is that we're mostly perceived by others, right? So it seems pretty intuitive to what we know and don't know. The overlay is mostly perceived by other people. Like I said, like people will meet me and think I'm a two or a nine. Um, That's not the case for people who actually like know me or have had more than one conversation with me um, or have asked me questions. They're just basing that off of like facial features and that fact that I put my hand on my heart when someone says something hard, right? Which are just like inherited behaviors from my family or from my culture, like where I grew up. If you knew me and you asked me why I did what I did, you would understand the depth of that, right? And that's the kind of the thing that really differentiates. It's like, again, getting back into why are you doing what you're doing, not what are you doing? So I hope this is helpful. Basically, just to simply answer the question, um, it makes sense that you would type as a one and type as a two if you have those two parents, right? That those two things would show up in your 
system. It sounds like maybe one of your parents is a little bit more dominant or maybe influenced you more. Um, that being said, it is fascinating that that's the lines that you move to. Um, I think we do tend to find ourselves in a relationship to people who share those lines with us. Um, that can be a kind of a common thing. But it's interesting to consider that being like your family of origin and how that played out for you. I wouldn't say that I see that as like a pattern across the board, but I think it's fun information for you personally on just like how does this impact me and how I show up. Um, similar to like for me being a counter type seven and how that shows up for me personally, that's very different than than you, right? It's a different showing than you, but it's still your story. So it's fascinating to look at like, well, why do I look like a two in stress, right? Or why do I look like a one when I feel safe? And what does that mean about my life versus trying to put yourself into the system, try to put the system into your life? I hope this was supportive and helpful and answered your question. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you and I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.